This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Welcome to MLB.com Extras, live from the winter meetings in Las Vegas. I'm Danny Wexelman with Jen Langosh, who covers the Cardinals for MLB.com. And Jen, before we get started with this podcast, I ran into John Mozeliak this morning because those kinds of things happen when you're at the winter meetings. You run into GMs in front office and very important people, and we had a nice conversation. He always remembers my name, which I don't know why he remembers my name, but he does. He's very nice. Uh, I didn't ask for any scoops, though, uh, but I did run into him this morning. Well, and if he's in a good mood, Danny, then maybe that means there's some momentum going with some of the things that he's working on. I do still think, though, that John Mozeliak is still a little bit on cloud nine after the Paul Goldschmidt signing, so you probably did run run into him at a good time. I did. I did. And let's talk about Paul Goldschmidt because we have been chirping about him for a couple of weeks now, just waiting to see if the Cardinals would make that move, and they did uh, one year, Jen, and that's on purpose for a lot of different reasons, but now Paul Goldschmidt is a Cardinal. He's excited. He's ready to be a part of this franchise. You had a chance to talk to him. Uh, what did you learn, and what did the Cardinals expect from him in this really important year? Yeah, you know, we had the press conference a couple days ago at Bushadam and Dini, and two things really stood out to me, kind of his themes from that presser. One was that he's the perfect fit. And, I mean, obviously we know kind of the resume that he brings and what he's going to do for that offense. He's going to hit probably second or third in the lineup, provide great protection um, behind Matt Carpenter, head of Marcelo Zuna, really be a dynamic presence in a lineup that has, quite frankly, lacked a big bat really since Albert Pujols left and Matt Holliday started to decline. So he's a perfect fit in that regard. The other theme, though, was that the Cardinals are going all in in 2019. And it's interesting because it's a little bit different philosophy than we've seen with this organization, which has always prioritized sustained success. And that's not going away, per se, but there is kind of this this look that they're putting all their chips in for next year, and then they're going to worry about 2020 and beyond after that. And and I think it's notable. It is. And you look at kind of where they are as far as their roster. You know, Paul Goldschmidt, Marcelo Zuna, Miles Michaelis, Michael Walker, these guys are all going to be free agents at the end of next year. So there's a lot of uncertainty beyond 2019. But again, the way the Cardinals are building their roster for next year makes them very serious players in the National League. And when it comes to the winter meetings, Jen, the Cardinals are no stranger to making some splashes. They've done it in the past few years. And then they did it with Paul Goldschmidt. And you wrote about how they are ready to pounce on the free agent market. And one of the the needs is the bullpen. We've talked about Jordan Hicks and how they're not going to throw him in the closers role. He, he could be a candidate, but he's, they're not going to throw him in right away. So what are the options for the Cardinals when it comes to filling those needs? Yeah, and this also ties to Paul Goldschmidt, Danny, because because you did not have to commit, say, 10 years, $350 million to fixing your offense, they still have very great financial flexibility. They don't have any long contracts to kind of worry about. So the question is, do they take that money that they didn't have to spend on the offense, and do they pivot and pour that into the bullpen? It's certainly an option. And you look at the Cardinals' needs, they need some help from the left side. They need some help in the back end of the pen, possibly, as you noted, maybe adding a defined closer so Jordan Hicks doesn't have to step into that role. 
there are options. If you're willing to pay, whether it's a Zach Britton or an Andrew Miller, I don't think they're going to go the Craig Kimbrell route, but he's out there. I mean, there are ways on the free agent market that you can pour money into addressing that area of need. Those are tier one guys. They are, and the Cardinals aren't typically in tier one, right? I mean, and that's kind of one of the questions that they're balancing right now because they haven't had a lot of success in the reliever free agent market in recent years. I can name, you know, Greg Holland, Brett Cecil. I know I make Cardinals fans cringe at those names, um, but those were kind of tier two guys. And so there's a little more certainty if you go to tier one, but of course with certainty comes cost. And so it'd be a bigger commitment for the Cardinals and they have to decide if that's where they really want to put their money. And then we have also had conversations about Jose Martinez and Jed Jerko and the Cardinals possibly using them as trade chips. Yeah, and this is the other direction they can go. So if they don't want to maybe pour the money into the free agent market, mm -hmm address your needs via trade. And you have two guys, Jose Martinez and Jed Jerko, who really have uncertain roles moving forward. I mean, Jose Martinez, the most, I would argue, the most consistent hitter on the Cardinals team last year, but he doesn't have a position that he can play. And there's a lot of people who think he's a better fit in the American League. Jed Jerko certainly can be utility infielder, but obviously no longer has a spot um, as a starter with Matt Carpenter shifting to third and Paul Goldschmidt at first. I think Jose Martinez is the likelier of the two to be dealt. Um, you look for maybe an American League team that could use him in a designated hitter spot, and then the Cardinals, of course, would want to recoup something in return, whether that's the left-handed relief. That's certainly one option. The other element of this is they have to open up a spot on the bench for a left-handed bat, which is something that they lack right now. Jen, have you had a chance to hear from um, from anybody? Like, Have you been in your uh, general manager meetings? We have. Okay, and what did you learn? Um, there's just a lot of conversations going on. Okay. So I, you know, I didn't get the impression, Danny, that anything was imminent with this team. I mean, really, they've spent the last month on Paul Goldschmidt yeah. and Mo, you know, joking that he would call the Diamondbacks basically every day <laughs> working on Paul Goldschmidt. Is that how that works? So it, it does. He said, like, I think he used the word nagging. Like mm. he nagged at Mike Hazen that this is something that they wanted to get done. So I think there was so much attention and focus there that now they're really spending their time, yes, talking to agents and other teams, but also really defining how they want to go about addressing these needs, which, as I mentioned, is the bullpen, yeah. is a left-handed bat, and also backup catcher. Okay, let's talk about catcher. You led mm -hmm. me right to that. Yadier Molina having minor Minor knee surgery. Minor, minor, minor. minor. Let's stress that word <laughs> extra hard. Minor knee surgery is expected to be ready to rock and roll at spring training. Yadi has been all over the place uh, this offseason. That's not a surprise. He's doing charity work. He's hosting camps. He's all over the place. He was playing in Japan. No breaks for this guy. And now he's having this little surgery and then he's ready to go. He'll be good. Vacationing in Europe. I mean, he really yeah. has been like a, a globe, <laughs> globally traveled um, catcher. Yeah, so it's so minor that Mo told us that if this was happening in season, he probably wouldn't even need to go on the disabled list. So really just like a little snip of something in his knee, he'll be ready to go and able to do his full off-season workouts in January, ready to play, you know, come spring training, and then, you know, probably ready to play 130, 140 uh -huh. games behind the plate, which is what we've come to expect from Yadier Molina. Yeah, and the team needs that, I think. And there's a couple changes now, obviously, with the rotation, with the Paul Goldschmidt deal. We saw Luke Weaver leave, I know. So there are there are other um, needs to address, but obviously lower on that priority list. When the Cardinals leave the winter meetings, Jen, what happens next? I think, like I said, I'm not sure they're going to accomplish a lot in terms of like actually making transactions here, but okay. I think their goal leaving the winter meetings is to have a better feel of what direction they want to go to address their kind of three defined needs, particularly with the bullpen. You know, yeah. is this an area where we really want to try to go heavy in the free agent market? 
or are there better trade possibilities that might be a little more palatable as far as the salary being taken on? So I think this for them is a really a week of conversation, yeah. a week of kind of gathering information. Okay. But as Mo likes to caution and point out all the time, there's still another two months before spring training. Yeah. So it's not like we have to leave Las Vegas here on Thursday with Hold a 25-man roster. There's still a lot more work to be done. Do you feel like with the Paul Goldschmidt acquisition that the Cardinals kind of solidified a little bit more their place in the NL Central, watching these other teams start to bolster what they have with the Brewers and the Pirates, um, kind of coming together and being like, hey, we're here too. Do you feel like the Paul Goldschmidt deal makes them a bigger threat now? It has to. Right? I mean, you, you're adding... In my opinion, you're adding one of the best players in the National League to your team. And, again, we can talk about what that means for the 2020 and beyond. But as far as 2019, this team is better today than it was a week ago. And that's because of Paul Goldschmidt. You know, the Cardinals did finish six games back in the NL Central, but they were in that division until the very last week of the season. And if things go differently, those last series against the Brewers and the Cubs, we might be having a different conversation as to how their season ended. So, yeah, I think that gap um, was closed a little bit with that signing. That being said, I really do feel like the Cardinals have to address their bullpen. You look at what teams were successful in getting to the postseason and then making runs deep through the postseasons, they had really good deep bullpens. And that's something that really bit the Cardinals, particularly in September, but also throughout the year. If they can address that, with the addition of Paul Goldschmidt, absolutely, I think the Cardinals are reckoned. All right, Jen, with. last thing we have to address because the Cardinals got Paul Goldschmidt, so fans are wondering, what about Bryce Harper? So, I thought you might go there. Yeah, this is where <laughs> I'm going. We're going to end it on a bang with Bryce Harper. We are in Las Vegas, his hometown. We haven't seen him yet. I haven't seen him. Um, and I don't think he's going to make any appearances, but he's on everyone's mind. He is, and he's on Cardinal fans' mind. And it was kind of interesting, Danny, to watch the reaction with the Paul Goldschmidt news. You had about 60 seconds of fans celebrating, and then the conversation immediately became, well, now we have to go add Bryce Harper, yeah, right? Yeah, that was me. Okay, so <laughs> yeah. I'm going to put a little bit of a damper on that. It's not a priority to the Cardinals right now. I, are they going to stay kind of actively active observers of that marker absolutely i mean if, if something were to happen and, and he were to fall back to them they wouldn't ignore it but their priorities are elsewhere right now and they really feel like they're ready to give dexter fowler an opportunity to be the starting right fielder again they have a three-year commitment still left with that contract almost 50 million owed to him it's because they're not ready to give up on him and because they feel like they've addressed the offense with paul goldschmidt i think they're going to go in different directions all right well that's all right because paul goldschmidt is uh is a huge deal that's a huge deal to this club and to to the uh, division and the league and, and getting them back to the postseason, which is ultimately the goal for everyone involved. Jen, how's your time in Vegas, by the way? It's been good. I haven't, Danny, we could be anywhere right now. I know. Like, we besides the slot machines that I walk through to get here to talk to you, like, I don't really feel like I'm in Vegas all that much. Um, but it's awesome to see friends and, yeah. and colleagues here and to kind of get a little bit of scoop on what's going on this winter. Yeah, you do have to walk through the casino to get to it's kinda cruel. anything. It is kind of cool. It's, sometimes you see people at like 8 a.m playing the slots and then you're like okay all right keep walking <laughs> yeah. face forward but no it's very cool so i'm happy to be here with you thank you for sharing your information paul goldschmidt and now we now we move forward we move forward and i think for cardinals fans there's a lot to be excited about heading into next year all right i love it jen with jen langosh i'm danny wexelman thank you guys so much for tuning in okay picture this it's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. 
because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 